Hello there, ghosts and ghoulies. I'm here to talk to you about one of our lovely sponsors on the Four-Eyed Radio Network, Revenge Lover. Stand out from the crowd. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. Mention you heard it on the 4i Radio Network to receive 10% off your order. <laughs> now enjoy the rest of the program. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Be Orgasm. I am Steve-O. And I'm H.P. Lovecraft. H.P. Lovecraft. You're the reason why people are obsessed with tentacle porn. Yes. Um, of course, you can find us on 4iRadio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Cell Radio, Player FM, Google Play Music, Google Podcast App, Spotify, and now Podchaser. Also, don't forget to check out uh, the Sasquatch.net, but you don't go to the Sasquatch.net because you don't go to Amazon.com, which most people just go to Amazon on the app, but that's fine too, I guess. But you can also go to the 4iRadio.com and click on that Amazon banner and shop like you normally do. We'll get a little taste of you do. And if you're on the 4i Radio Network, apparently there's this other thing that's called Coffee. I forget how it's spelled. Eric talks about it. It hasn't really given us a download on everything on that one, but apparently you can just give us money. You don't have to purchase something. You can just be like, here's $2, here's 3 $300. Whatever you want to give, that's cool too. That is also on the 4iRadio.com thing, I, whatever and whatnot. But of course, you can also find us if you're looking for us on Facebook. You go to facebook.com backslash not another horrorcast. You want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We're at not another horrorcast on both of those. And if you want to send emails to us, we're stories, at horrorcast on those two. At horrorcast, whatever. <laughs> no one goes to anything anymore. True. I, we, we're one solid, like, big listener doesn't even use social media so that's true <laughs> um so most likely me shilling this out every single episode is probably probably pointless because i don't know the love um of course if you want to write to us or leave us anything or whatnot you know what don't don't write to us if you don't want to write to us our email address don't ever type this in is at uh, is not another be horrorcast at gmail.com because uh, we don't want to listen to your stories. We don't want to hear your recommendations. We don't want to know anything. So don't write us. I because repeat, we don't care. Don't write us. I figure if I say don't, maybe people will care, but I don't think so. But anyways, we are back. Uh, no movie this week. Um, of course, uh, Halloween is coming out in less than a month. Um, and whatnot. So we'll probably be talking about that. And we'll also probably be having uh, Matthew Stubbs and Sarah Stubbs, uh, the geeks who eat, or Sarah and Matthew Stubbs, I should probably say that's usually how everyone says it, um, on one of these episodes or two of these episodes coming up soon. They're just been, uh, <clears throat> Sarah just got back from doing a Disneyland thing, her and Matthew, and uh, they, her, she said her voice was kind of not in the best. So I was like, yeah, take your time. We're good, whatever not. So yeah. they'll be on. I just figured give everybody that little bit of a tidbit. So, yeah, not sure what we're going to watch next week, if we're going to watch anything, um, but uh, stay tuned for that. So this week is just going to be jam-packed of news and just randomness and whatever not happens with the show. So, of course, uh, HP, I yes. can call you HP. Sure. Uh, how was your week? It was not too bad, as far as I can remember. 
Um, you know, otherwise, other than uh, just being eternally tor- tortured by the ancient ones, and then just temporarily coming out of that torture to come and do this podcast, which not really sure which one's more torture. Oh, so but, your uh, your company had layoffs too? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, well, actually, we ended up having to lay off Cthulhu because shit, he, he probably was not happy with that. But he can't really destroy anything because that's his job, and he kind of just want to do yeah. it for free. Well, he's been really bad at it lately, so we just figured, screw it, we'll just get rid of him and hopefully replace him with Godzilla. So, because mm. he's much better at destroying things. Um, Oof. Mm, okay. <laughs> well, Anywho. I mean, in the first episode or in the first <clears throat> movie that they ever did, no, he, was, he just he's destroyed a lot of stuff. I'm just saying, like, I. Well, I mean, think about it. When was the, what was the last thing that Cthulhu destroyed? I don't know. I don't even know anything he destroyed. I mean, I'm exactly. looking forward to the uh, game that takes place in the HP Lovecraft world that hopefully will be coming out sometime soon. Um, yeah. They haven't really given a re- I think they said October. I'm not sure, but that's coming out for all consoles. I know Pat and I are probably going to pick that up and play it because it looks fun and enjoyable. Yes. I'm so um, excited for that. But yeah, so mm-hmm. you just hit a low-key week, nothing new. Yeah, nothing new, too major. I'm trying to remember what I did, and I'm oh, um, went to a birthday party, had some uh, delicious Irish car bomb cake. Fuck yeah, that, that was, was really good. That was good. Um, I made buffalo chicken dip, and apparently everyone is absolutely in love with it. So, um, I will have to make that again, or I will have to make that more often. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, oh, looked for lots of keto recipes. That was fun. Um, but yeah, other than that, not much. So, ah, okay. Pretty basic. Um, yeah, same here. Did a podcast with Eric that I thought was going to drop today, but I guess not. Um, it's a really weird, bizarre long box cast episode, I will say that. <laughs> we barely talked about the t- things we need to talk about, and we have to do another episode just to talk about Iron Fist Season 2. But uh, I guess tune in. I'm calling it a long box cast slash sass episode um matthew did chime in and we did have a pretty good conversation about a lot of stuff but i don't know when that's gonna drop because eric is the gatekeeper and the key holder to all that shenanigans um yeah other than that nothing really new and exciting just i survived uh, not getting laid off so that was fun that's fun news mm. on a on a on a friday <clears throat> yeah but um, I'm trying to think what else actually happened this <clears throat> um, week, oh, if anything. I did get to go see The Predator. Oh, yeah. Actually, you should probably, you know what? Actually, maybe you will have a movie to talk about a little bit. So um, I'll try not to give away too many spoilers, but I will say I enjoyed it. Look, so. I'm pretty sure The Predator doesn't win, and I'm pretty sure Mankind is saved by <laughs> somebody and stuff like that. Basically, you're going in for a random popcorn fest just eat some popcorn watch people get murdered watch some cool action scenes i'm not really expecting like an in-depth story i mean if they give me an in-depth story on a predator movie congratulations but i'm not expecting that it's not incredibly in-depth but it's more in-depth than the other ones were so because the other ones were basically just were you're walking through the woods suddenly shia labeouf comes out and attacks you um you're one ugly motherfucker (laughs) shia labeouf i was in transformer <laughs> I don't have a shallow buff. That's pretty much what he sounds like. Just a whiny little brat. Um, anyway, actually, can someone do that now? Like replace the Predator with Shia LaBeouf, and that- now I want to see that movie with just Arnold Schwarzenegger and Shia LaBeouf, and then the entire time he's just like, "Do it!" Yes, he's like, "You're an ugly, you're an ugly motherfucker." <laughs> get down, get to, get back to the chopper, ah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. 
I was not even mentioned in this movie, was I? Nope. What the fuck? I know. You didn't I was wanna... hoping for at least a cameo. But well, I'm not doing cameo because I'm too busy doing really weird, stupid pictures now. Like what? Well, remember Maggie? Exactly. No one does. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. It wasn't a terrible movie, but it was kind of weird. It was a weird movie. It was a strange movie. Um, anyways, but yeah, so um, I will talk about that in a bit. But yeah, first, did you want to, if you want to jump into some. Yeah, that's all we have is horror news so, um, and stuff. So yeah, without further ado, we'll jump into the horror news of the week. I'm not sure how long this episode is going to be. So um, this week's been very uneventful. So anyways, without further ado, horror news. It's time for horror All right, so um, first off, we finally got a look at the brand new uh, Chucky reboot, which I'm very getting very confused by this. Okay. There's so many different stories going out now. There's a upcoming remake, and I believe it's the movie, and then they're also going to plan on doing a television show. Yeah, that's confusing. I mean, we keep hearing all this kind of stuff. I mean, so far, uh, as far as we know, that uh, I believe Brandon Dorf. Brandon, Brandon, or Brad Dorif. Brad Dorif will not be coming back so far to voice Chucky, so they'll have to find a new voice. Uh, to me, it just looks like a polished-up version of the old doll. Yeah. Um, which is fine with me, because I don't think you really need to change his look. He's got a pretty iconic look. Yeah, his eyes look a lot more human and a little creepier, but that's pretty much the only difference I can see from this point. Um, yeah, it doesn't really tell you why or what literally the the plot synopsis is child's play follows a mother who gives her son a toy doll for his birthday unaware of its more sinister nature yeah so um (coughs) yeah so it's basically it sounds like it's just going to be a remake um of the first one or whatnot which is fine with me and stuff like that just hopefully you don't rely too much on cgi stuff uh, because I know in the first one they really did heavily on like the animatronics, and also they had like a kid dressed up, and he would they would do shots with him like crawling up things or running by or something like that, and it gave it a really kind of eerie feel because the doll and the child were kind of like the same size, so you were just like, oh shit, you know, like that was pretty well done. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it is what it is. I know this is already posted on the Facebook page. Most of all these stories are pretty much posted on our Facebook page. Um, if you want to get more of like a look and in depth of it, but yeah, no, I'm excited. I like I like the idea of the Child's Play uh, franchise. I just hope they don't uh, go too far off the rails and try to make it its own new like story. Like keep keep the basic bones, keep the voodoo shit, keep the you know Andy, keep the weird you know like with the whole stuff like that. Um, if you want to add more stuff to it. Uh, feel free to, but you got to at least keep the quote unquote bare bones. I mean, that's technically how they did Child's Play 2, which they did not. Pl- I don't think they planned on did I? I think I probably talked about this. I don't know if they planned on a sequel. I don't know if they knew the success of the first one was going to do. And that's why they didn't think of a sequel. So it was easy. Just, OK, the doll's dead. Boom, because you could have easily done Child's Play as a one off and would have been fine. Um, but then the sequel, it starts off with they have the skull from that doll and they rebuild a new doll around it, and then he comes back. And you're like, why would you do that? That's evidence. Like, Yeah, I was just wondering about that, too. <laughs> at, least with the, at least with the third movie, they actually played on it where a piece of his body exploded in the second one and landed in the vat and created a new doll. But in the third movie beginning, which is kind of eerie, they reopen the factory. They're putting, like, you see the doll getting put together, but as soon as it shows his head, you just see it go, no! Nah! 
wow. Because it's like he does not want to be reborn again or whatnot. Yeah. And then it was interesting because then they added a new twist to it where he thinks he has to go after Andy, but then he has a brand new body. So technically he reveals himself to somebody else, and that's the person that he has to actually take over. Andy is in the movie in the third one to, you know, just like he's the one that sees it and was like, holy shit, Chucky's back. Like, and then it's kind of cool because all of his army buddies are like, he's fucking crazy. Yeah. Because actually the third one. I'm trying to think. The, they're actually, all three of them are pretty fucking solid now that I think about it. Because the third one, Chucky did this really kind of interesting thing where they're supposed to go out and play paintball, different teams for the army, and like this kind of training thing. But he actually takes one of the weapons, like the one team's weapon, and actually loads it with real ammunition. Oh. So then when they're actually out there, someone gets shot. And then it's like, oh shit, you know. And since it seems to be like the red team was the one that had the color change, like the bullets the, the pellets turned to bullets yeah. when they got hit you would still see the red of the blood so people just thought oh it's you just it's thought it was the pink. thing so to me i thought that was kind of ingenious yeah uh with that thing plus you get that creepy part where like this ride thing cuts off half of chucky's face and it's just this mutilated half and he's just like really fucking creepy like he's already creepy to begin with and then they up the ante in that one or whatnot but it was actually really kind of cool because it's like andy shot him like his hand arm off at one point like when he's trying to do the soul thing and everything that so yeah the third one's actually enjoyable and actually bride of chucky was actually a pretty interesting twist on that one because it was like the woman raids the evidence locker gets the old mangled doll and then kind of sews him back together and that gave him that one look where he had all the stitches and stuff and see that's the other cool part about that even though they updated his look a little bit it was still the same character but they gave him like a little bit more of an edge so he wasn't such like this uh, like, he had to kind of go about things differently because he couldn't just sit there as, like, a cute doll because people would see and be like, this is kind of fucked up looking, you know, kind of shit. So he had to take a different angle. So, yeah, but he had a bride in that one, which is actually kind of funny because that was actually kind of a homage to almost, like, Bride of Frankenstein. So, you know, um, I think it probably finally lost its steam when they finally did the third, the movie after that, where it was, Fifth. like, uh, Seed of Suck- Chucky. Yeah. And then they now have the two new ones. Where it's, you know, I think it's a Curse of Chucky and Cult of Chucky. Yeah. So, which I, I've seen, I think I've seen bits and pieces of Curse. I haven't seen Cult. Curse was good because it had a great ending where it's like he pops up at Andy's place and Andy, like, had a gun already. He's like, you want to play a game? And, like, <laughs> and it ends like that. So it was, like, kind of a cool, like, little yeah. homage to everything to wrap everything together. So I'm excited. I'd like to see who they're going to get. Um, I'm, It's kind of, it's like... It's almost kind of like that sad moment, but also kind of like, okay, well, maybe they'll get somebody who can voice him pretty well. Um, because it's like the same thing, you know, with, uh, you know, Robert England. It's all like he's no longer Freddy. Yeah. And then it's like someone else has to take over that role. And it's like they do it and they, you know, you don't want to you don't want to do what they did. Yeah. Because it's all like, well, now you're just doing what they did. So they try to put their own twist on it. But then it sometimes can work, such as Heath Ledger's Joker or sometimes it doesn't work, and then you get Pizza Face, uh, <laughs> uh, Freddy Krueger in the new oh, one. Oh, yeah. Because the makeup on that was kind of... Terrible. It didn't even look really, like, it looked like Voldemort, like, put, yeah, like, Voldemort got stuck in a pizza oven. That's literally what his face looked like. It looked like Pizza the Hut. Yeah, it, look, yeah, it looked like <laughs> it looked like Pizza the Hut before he gained weight. Yeah. So, um, and um, no offense to that one, because I'm sure, like, you know, it, it, it was okay. It, it, honestly, the fir- the original was, but better, it, it, I've seen but both, it is but like it mm-hmm. is that thing where it's all like you have to find the perfect person to play Freddy Krueger, which is interesting when they were talking about redoing it again and actually casting Kevin Bacon. Oh yeah, as Freddy Krueger, and I'm actually was like that would be kind of cool because if you ever see him in Stir of Echoes, 
Oh, he's creepy mm, as that's hell. That's fucking good. But it would also be cool as hell because then they could do another Jason Freddy versus Jason, and then technically Kevin Bacon gets revenge on Jason Voorhees for murdering him in the very first movie. That's so true. <laughs> that's always been my plot. Like, what goes around comes around. Or, you know, you either die a hero or you live long enough to become the villain. So, um, but yeah, so it, it'll be interesting. I mean, the doll looks fantastic. I, I like, I like how it has all the little indentations of plastic on it and just yeah, really kind of. Yeah, they did a lot of like detail on that. It basically, it really does look like it's a, just a doll. Yeah. So it's, it's very well done and everything like that. But speaking of Robert England, uh, of course, uh, there's a show called the Goldbergs, which takes place in the eighties and everything that, and, uh, England is to appear as Freddie on the Goldbergs for the Halloween episode. Um, they already have kind of like a teaser picture where he has his like arm and claw around the, the mother in the show or whatnot, which is funny because yeah. the mom in that show, she's actually on the show. She was on the show, Reno 911. She actually oh, played the blonde yeah. uh, thing and that's where Matthew actually saw her and that's why he really likes this one. But they got a lot of good people in that show. Um, I should actually see if all the season, okay, so this is their sixth season. Okay. I was trying to figure that out in the car cause it's been out for like obviously six seasons, but I should probably go back and try to see if I can watch them still on Hulu or whatnot. Cause actually what I did see of it, it was an enjoyable show. Mm. Um, it's just very funny and stuff. And it's just, and it's really cool. Cause at the end of the show, they always show him, they always show the actual video. Cause it, growing up, he would videotape stuff and that's how he pretty much got, you know, his jobs and the show that he wanted to make and everything like that. But so they actually show you the video of what the episode was based on. Oh, that's so, really so cool. Like a little, and you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. So it is it is a very interesting kind of thing. And there's also Patton Oswalt does like the voiceover for like he narrates it as the like the adult, you know, so it's kind of like he's like, oh, back in this day and, da, 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 and stuff like that. So it has that kind of kind of comedy to it as well. Patton Oswalt, what are always? Oh, you know Patton Oswalt, Ratatouille. He was the voice of the rat. He was uh, Mystery Science Theater. He plays the uh, the other doctor now of uh, oh, Frank, okay. Uh, what, what TV's Frank. TV's Frank. Yeah, he's the son of TV's Frank. Yeah, um, I totally forgot that that was his. But name. yeah, so he's coming back and some of that. And that's cool. It's all like I guess it's uh, what? Yeah, this one is Nightmare on Elm Street. What was it? You know? What was that ad? I'm trying to read the article. They actually gave... Oh, yeah. So it's going to be called Nightmare on Elk Avenue. I, <laughs> I guess that's the thing they... Thing. So I was, like, excited about that. I'm like, that's kind of... Cool. And I think it's also kind of cool with him going, like, yeah, I'll totally come and do that. Like, I think it's yeah. great when people do say they're not going to do something anymore. But if something cool and unique project comes along, they're like, oh, totally. Yeah, let's let's have fun with that. Because you know he's going to have fun. It's it's Robert England. He's going to have fun with it. Well, that's the you best know? thing about Robert England is yeah. he can be, like... He can do both. Is He can be, like, super creepy, obviously, because he was in the first movie. And even whenever they did, like, the remake, like, he... Was he... It'd actually be really fun if they throw in the joke of of when he pops up and the kid can be like, welcome to primetime, bitch. <laughs> like, if they don't put that joke in there, that's a very, very, very missed opportunity. Probably. But you were going to say he was also in what? I, I want to say he was also in the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. I could be wrong on that. He could have had a cameo in it. Um, I mean, they put a cameos of him like he played Freddy Krueger, but he was always in the films like there's he played like Freddy's father at one point. He played uh, not. Yeah, um, he played. Uh, what was it called? He was like the bus driver, like just well, picking up kids and everything that and like yeah. certain ones. So there is that. So he could have been in the. Uh, well, I wasn't sure if he actually played Freddy again in the new one or not. I no, he didn't. That was oh, he didn't? Okay. no, no. That was a. That's what I was saying. That was a completely different actor. Oh, gotcha. Okay. No, yeah, they, uh, yeah, they, they got the guy who played Rorschach. 
And that's oh. the thing. I love the guy who plays Rorschach. Like he's a and great he actor and stuff like that. But I, but I think they tried it. They played it way too close to the chest of making it exactly like the original. Uh, the practical effects they switched with CGI, and they always and they looked worse than the practical effect. Like especially when he's lo- like doing that thing with the wall. Like they just had like this weird sheet for it, and they just had someone push their head up against it, and it looked fucking creepy because it looked like a wall and everything like that. And this one, they actually used CGI, and you're like, eh. Like, it took away from it, and then, like, just his face in general, like, they probably should have just used practical makeup, and I think they did a lot of it with, like, a CGI kind of mapping, and that's why it probably looked as bad as it did. Yeah, it um, really did. Um, so, yeah, yeah, no, he, th- this is the first time he's playing Freddy since probably Freddy versus Jason, because I think that was the last time he played Freddy Krueger. But yeah, I was going to say, like, he's been very, like, obviously he absolutely loves the character, and obviously, like, he can play, like, the cheesy side, and he can play the scary side, because the first movie, he was terrifying. Oh, yeah, he's terrifying in the first one, and then they kind of gave him, like, a, like, the second one's just a, the second one's a mixed bag. It's not a bad movie, but it's not a great movie. It's just a, it's just a... It's gay. It's, yeah, well, it's super gay, (laughs) but I mean, not even... Even beyond that. Even taking that out of the equation, like, it's it's just an interesting movie of, like, what they were trying to do. And then it wasn't until the third one where Freddy kind of became more of a wisecracker and stuff. But you can see Robert England, he can play, like, he he can ham it up if he wants to. So I think him being on the Goldbergs, you know, reprising this role and everything that he's going to have just fun with it. Yeah. Like I honestly would love to see just the, the DVD when that comes out. And if they have behind the scenes stuff, cause you know, a blooper reel with that would be like, just great. Um, but speaking of other, uh, films and stuff of that possibly, but, uh, John Carpenter's, uh, teases possible Prince of Darkness for a TV series. Now I've never seen this movie. It probably, it did not do well. It came out in 19, uh, 87, um, unusual take on biblical apocalypse. The film's plot corners a priest who invents a universe, university professor and his students, uh, to, uh, what's it called? Study uh, a huge cylinder containing a mysterious green. green liquid in the basement of an old church. And the liquid turns out to be Satan. Yeah. So the movie is, did not do very well. It's interesting though, because, uh, it looks like the guy looks like Alice Cooper. The homeless dude in the picture on the bottom. That's what it is. <laughs> that's what I'm wondering if it is Alice Cooper. But the guy on the poster, the priest dude. Yeah. I think that's the guy from uh, what's it called? Uh, Halloween. He played like the doctor. Oh, uh, you're talking about Donald Pleasance. Yeah. I don't think that's Donald. Oh, Pleasance. that's not Donald Pleasance. No. It looks like him. It does look similar to him. Yeah. Uh, but now I got to figure out if this is actually uh, Alice Cooper. Uh, one second, I can look it up. Yeah, go ahead and look it up because this picture looks like it. I did post this article on the thing. Um, look, I don't know anything about it, so I'm like, I. It's funny though. Sometimes movies aren't great, but then you look at it, and when it gets put into like a TV series, yeah. and you're like, oh, this is actually ten times better because you can flesh out the characters, you can you can build like an on kind of going story. Uh, you know, like different story arcs and stuff. Oh, like that. I was wrong. You were correct. It's Donald Pleasant. It is Donald it Pleasant. It didn't look like him to me. All right, so Donald Pleasant, and then is the other? Is there Alice Cooper in that movie? Because that one guy looks like him. If it's not I him, know. then it needs to be a. It's he's got to be played by him in the reboot. In the reboot, yes, or in the in the TV series. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I don't know who. No, plays. it is him. It is him. Good call. You are fucking winning. Um, I just know pointless shit. <laughs> Uh, but you yeah. have an eye for faces, seriously, and dates. So, 
Um, but yeah, so that's pretty, that's pretty interesting. Um, I, I would be, I'm, I'm interested. I kind of think I need to find the movie and we should watch it. Cause I gotta just be like, okay, first off I gotta watch it. Cause I'm like, Alice fucking Cooper. Yeah. Uh, that's gotta be fun. Um, dude, I absolutely love Alice Cooper. He's hilarious. Uh, and that's another person that I feel like is really underrated with, as an actor. And like, I feel like they could really play up on how Alice Cooper looks. Like, if they had him in a horror movie, he could be like the super creepy dude that like warns you away from places, and then turns out he's actually just trying to help you out, and people get freaked out by him. Yeah, actually, I'm surprised because <laughs> um, I don't know too much about Alice Cooper. Like, I know like he's a musician and all that kind of stuff, but like, honestly, I don't know how he started, why he started doing what he was doing, like with the with the the, the snakes and the creepy and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Like, I'm very actually, I would love to see a biopic. Of yeah. him, or even just a biography, you know, on him. He seems like a very because even a him on the Funko thing, like he was just like he has all this other stuff, you know, that he's talking about. But he's just like this to me is like so just awesome, just like. And a lot of people are saying that with the Funko pops are just like, oh, this now I feel like I made it. Yeah, because even and you're uh, like, wait, you're the guitarist to Metallica, yeah. and now you feel like you've made it. Like you've, you've been- made you you've made it for a while like yeah it's but like it's, the second ride the lightning came out you fucking made it yeah and yet you, you're like now i've made it now i've made it kind of thing. 30 but, 40 years later but it is true it's probably like how even like you know kevin smith feels with his funko pop now going like yeah. hey I've, I've made it or whatnot which i need if, to get that yeah i need to still get the comic book men ones yeah those are the ones i'm talking about i don't know if they have any other ones i'm actually waiting until jay and silent bob reboot comes out because i if they don't do it missed opportunity but if they don't make a blunt man a chronic Yes, uh, pop finals. I'm like, come on, Funko. Like that. I I, would I want those. Yeah, <laughs> I would totally like. Honestly, they would totally take my money if Funko was just all like, oh, we're doing the Clerk series, and you can do them in black and white, and you can do them in color, and then you do the Mallrat series, then you yeah. do the Chasing Amy series, the Dog. Like literally, they would have a shit ton of my money just from doing that. Um, I think they'd have a shit ton of a lot of people's money, and honestly, I highly doubt that they would ever do it. But I kind of want a. Uh, um, ah, fuck! I just forgot the name of it. Um, the the walrus. Mm. I would totally want like a walrus. Oh, the tusk pop. walrus. Tusk, yeah. yeah, I want the tusk oh, pop vinyl. That, that would be fucking crazy if someone <laughs> made that. But that's actually funny. That actually that's a good segue because uh, I believe the person who created that was Alan Kirkman. Mm-hmm. Helped out making the design for that, and of course, Ooh. Alan Kirkman. If you know that. Uh, name or anything like that you've seen obviously his work plenty of time on the walking dead because he's the one who does all the makeups and everything that he was actually the one that found the uh there's a head of himself no there was a head of uh it's like the fish tank mm-hmm. and i think there's a head of somebody from jaws in there oh nice And he actually found like the prosthetic thing and he actually had to build him himself or what like got the kit for it just to do it just to put the heads in those uh <laughs> in that uh, i think season two but this is the weird part for uh, so I'm like that's great I, I get it it's a great franchise but I'm almost at the point like I'm kind of burnt out on zombies for a while like yeah. l- the only thing I'm looking forward to zombie based right now is probably Resident Evil 2 remake but I don't think we're getting that until next year on the PlayStation uh, 4 I think it's exclusively on PlayStation 4 if it comes out for Xbox I'll get it for that but I'm excited because I love those games and uh, technically I've only played the original first one remake when they did it for the GameCube. I've actually, I've seen the second one. I've actually never played the second one. Uh, I've never played the third one. I played the fourth one, the fifth one and the sixth one. Um, yeah. This, and the second one was supposed to be like the best one. 
I just never got around to playing it. <laughs> so it was just like this weird thing. So I'm like, I'm super excited because kind of like when I re- when I played the first one for the first time, I never played the original one. Uh-huh. So this one, they added stuff to it in lores and stuff. And I was playing it with a buddy of mine. And it was great because these zombies, if you don't set them on fire after you kill them, they get back up. Oh. And then they move faster and quicker and they're more violent. And I was like, and I didn't know that. So I was playing it late at night. <laughs> and I'm doing stuff and I walk into this room and I was like, oh, let me set this body on fire because I'm like, it hasn't happened to me yet, but someone told me set him on fire. So I pull up the ladder, I go down, all of a sudden the thing just raises up and I'm like, <gasps> and I fucking bolted. And then I said something that I'm like, I'm glad it didn't happen, but it would have made the game even more intense if once I got behind the door, like to the other area and shut the door, like if you just would have been like there for a bit and also when you start walking, you just hear boom. Boom. Oh, and shit. then it busted through. I would have been like, I'm glad it didn't happen because I would not been prepared for that. But do you know how fuck I would have screamed <laughs> like one o'clock in the morning on a Saturday when everyone's asleep or whatnot, because I just got back from like hanging out with my friends. I'm like, well, I'm not tired. I'm going to play this. Just you know, wake up the entire. Family. Yeah, just wake up. The- so literally when shit was going down, I was like, <laughs> but it was like, <laughs> It's like a quiet place. Yeah, like try not to yeah, make it, it was literally like that where you're like, oh, God, if I yell, these creatures are going to rip me apart. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah. So but anyway, speaking of all the zombies and stuff like that, uh, um, AMC has a 10 year plan for The Walking Dead uh, franchise, including movies and new TV shows. Now, of course, they're doing the uh, where how The Walking Dead started um, and they're actually going to be integrating that in this season, I believe, with uh, they're going to meet up with Rick's team. And of course, this is also the last uh season for rick rick is done after the season i think it you know but it's like okay we're gonna do that i'm like that's cool and all but i'm also kind of like do we really need more walking dead rick and i guess maggie Ree is going to be leaving this season as well okay and yeah, yeah i'm really getting burned out i'm not gonna lie i'm really getting burned I out mean, on the zombies it's not just like generally zombies but specifically the walking dead stuff because it's just like it's Turning into Twilight, where it's just a giant oversaturation, like saturation of the market with it, and it's just okay. So they're on their, they're going to be on their ninth season yeah. this year. But yeah, it's it's at a point where you're like, okay, well, it, it's pretty much the same thing. Where it's like the zombies are there. There's no cure. It seems like like no one has a plan. Like before, they were like luring you with that, especially with one season. They were all like, this guy knows how to stop it, and you're like, okay. And then you find out this guy was full of fucking shit. Yeah, and you're like, ah, oh, crap. And then it's like, then you bring in Negan and everyone's like, like, he's been an asshole. I mean, like the guy who plays him is doing a good actor and stuff of like that because he's like, he's, you, you're like, you, you're, you you're, you're, you're sitting there hating this guy, which back in the day, you're like, he was, he was part of the Winchesters. He was like Batman's dad. You're just like, but now you're like, fuck this guy, fucking murder him. Where's the guy to shoot him? You know, give me a gun. But, I'll it, but, it, it, but it's come down to the fact where it's always, um, it's the zombies are kind of like a background thing, and then it's usually just the people always getting into fights and all this kind of shit and the drama with them, and then it's like... It's just ev- turned into a giant soap opera. But it's become... But what it's become, it's basically every season's like vi- villain of the season. So it's like the first one was Shane, the second one was the the governor, the third one was like the weird cannibal people. It's like everybody has this huge like other threat that keeps coming, and you're just kind of like, is it even about zombies? Any- I mean, they're there. Yeah. But it's like you're kind of like, okay, they're not fast-moving. They're just there, so you don't want to shoot any of them if there's like a small bunch because a cluster will come. But it's like just put a gate up. It seems like like <laughs> it's it's only when you have to go to a certain area that you're like, okay, now we got to be careful. And of course, you're like, all right, let's take that guy, and you're like, he's gonna die. Like it, it's just become it's basically become Star Trek with zombies. <laughs> <where> you, 
where you're just all like, hey, this is the guy with the red shirt. Come on, you're coming with us. He's like, me? Really? I haven't been in any of the episodes. This is the first one I'm in. Yeah, I'm not going to. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> so it's like, so, I mean, good for them. I get it, AMC. You're going to milk this until it's dead. But uh, I've already, I dropped off of, like, I think it was, like, season eight. I dropped off of, like, Walking. No, not even that. It had to be season six. I dropped off of Walking Dead. Yeah, I, I got through part of season two and went, this is crap. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I still like my idea better of like the zombie apocalypse where it's, uh, I can't remember the name of the disease right now cause I'm blanking on it, but basically it starts in like a cannibalistic society oh, where yeah, people yeah. are eating the flesh of other humans. And then it's almost like mad cow disease where whenever you eat the human brain, then it causes this madness to happen and it causes like this infection to begin. And then it starts spreading by saliva because it starts out in the brain and then it spreads to other parts of your body. And then you start spreading it by saliva. So whenever you bite someone because you have that craving for human flesh, then you spread it that way. And then that way you actually have a reason for how the zombie apocalypse started and all that kind of stuff, and you actually have a like a patient zero because like I cannot name a single zombie movie that has a patient zero. They're always asking the question, but you never find out. Well, actually, there's only one per. There's a, there is one lore that actually had a patient zero or really? someone who actually had the cure, and it had nothing to do with TV, movies, or anything. It was actually The Last of Us. Oh, that that's was the right. whole point of the girl. Yeah, and then at, when you get to the end, you realize the surgery that they need to do on her to get the cure is going to kill her. And the guy who was with her this entire time was like, I can't let this happen. And then you literally have to, like, kill everybody in that facility, save her. And then when you're – this is why the second game is going to be very rocky because you're driving back. And she's like, oh, what happened? And he's like, oh, they had another – like, he basically just flat out lied to her. <laughs> like, they had another person. And she's like, oh, okay. But then it's like in her head she's kind of has this, like, feeling of, like, I don't think he's being honest with me. So I'm very curious because in the second one, which I don't know if it comes out this year. It probably comes out next year because they didn't have a release date. If it comes out this year, then fuck. I got to I gotta definitely get that one. I got to finish so many PlayStation games now. Um, but anyways, but, yeah, so, like, that one's going to be an interesting, like, gameplay because it's, like, she's older now. Uh, you find out she's old. Oh, no, she was a lesbian. I forgot about that because she mm-hmm. had a girlfriend in, the, in one of the oh, – that was a sad DLC. That was such a sad DLC. I'm like, why would you give us this? Um, it was like telling her backstory a little bit. And then before she meets, um, I think his name is Shane. I'm trying to remember. Um, no, it's not Shane. What is it? Anyways, uh, I'll figure it out. Joel, Joel, I believe his name is Joel. Um, but anyways, yeah. So walking uh, left for dead Two. actually at this point, I'd rather just have a left for dead, like move or not left for dead. Uh, the last of us movie, which they have been in talks about. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, fucking do it already. But yeah, no, it's a, uh, it's a thing. But anyway, so, um, well, actually, I just remembered there was t- one TV show where they had somebody who actually like had the cure, The Simpsons. There oh. was an episode where Bart, like the, <clears throat> they, um, I think it was a tree. It was probably a tree. Yeah, it was tree house of horror. No, I know. Bart, like eats the burger and then he's not affected by it. Oh, that you're talking about that one. Okay, there's the other one where Bart finds the book. It's like one of the very early episodes, but Bart finds the book and Lisa wants to resurrect Snowball. The first one. Oh, oh, so they go to the pet cemetery and Bart doesn't. Nothing happens, but then the the uh, human graveyard. Everyone starts going. That has like one of the best lines in in. Uh, well, I shouldn't say one of the best lines, but in the in the Simpsons franchise, but this is up there. It's a really good one where they come running into the door and they close it, and he's all like, "Dad, Dad, we need your help." He's all like, "Is the did you ruin the car? No. Did you raise the dead? Yes. But the car's okay. Yes. Okay." 
<laughs> and like nothing. And then it's also a great one because the zombies come in. Like Homer's like, all right, everyone go upstairs. I'll save you. And he's like, take me, save my family. And they go like, they're like brains, brains. And they tap on his head and they're like, and they push him aside, <laughs> brains. And he's all angry. But then it's great because then Homer runs in and gets a shotgun, which absolutely. This is like this is when like Homer sometimes like like as much as like people say he's lazy and stuff, the man can kick some ass like yeah. when he needs to. Like have you ever seen that episode where Bart has like Bart's two dads? I think it's actually what it's called when he Homer ditches him, like forgets about him somewhere, and he tries to make it up to him, but then Bart lies like and gets like a bigger brother. Oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. And then they finally, like, Bart gives him, like, the story about Homer and how he's a terrible father and stuff like that. And then it's great because when they finally meet, he's like, you must be the derenited drunk. He's like, yes, and who might you be? And the guy just punches him, but then Homer's, like, starts fighting him back. And you're like, yeah, Homer can kick some fucking ass if he needs to. Yeah. But, yeah, no, that one's great, too, because with the zombie episode... He's shooting a bunch of people. It's all like, you know, uh, oh, yeah, Barney, he's eating an arm. He's like, oh, no, Barney, they got you, too. He's like, no, I figure if you can't beat him, join him. And he's just normal, <laughs> just eating people. And then it's great because then he's like, take that, uh, Shakespeare, take that. And he's like shooting all these zombies. Like, and then he shoots Ned. And then he goes all like, oh, my God, Dad, you killed Ned Flanders. He wasn't as – he's all like, uh, oh, oh, zombie Flanders. And Homer just goes, he was a zombie? <laughs> So, but um, speaking of humor and also, wow, I'm really rounding everything. Yeah, speaking of Fox uh, Studios and stuff like that, FX brings What We Do in the Shadows TV series to New York City Comic Con in October, spring 2009 premiered planned. Woo! So they're going to be showing the premiere and stuff like that. I'm super stoked because already we know the people behind it know how to do humor because they made the movie, which was hilarious. But also one of the vampires is also the director of Thor Ragnarok. So... Oh yeah, yeah. And he also played Krunk. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'm I'm super stoked for that because that movie was great, and I, I loved, it. <laughs> and I loved, uh, I loved just like the like them like yelling, like them having that feud with the the werewolves and shit like that. Yeah. Like they, and then at the end, they're all like, "No, no, you're not a bad guy." Like you know, it was just the moon and yeah. like and like how the one guy was trying to keep everything like together still and things like that. So and also it has the guy from Flight of the Concord, which I didn't even recognize because of his fucking makeup. Um, the guy who played the crab in Moana. Yeah, because I, I remember I told you, I was like, oh, that's... Uh, oh, yeah, you told me, and I was like, that's him? And I'm like, I don't even recognize him in that makeup, you uh, know? Yeah, and I, I'm blanking on his name, and I can see his face. Oh, my God, this is going to drive me nuts. Um, <clears throat> that cracks me up. Oh, he's so great. And I'm uh, like, whenever in Moana, whenever he's like, oh, it's just a piece of... It's just a stone covered in algae. <laughs> I don't know why the word algae is just really funny to me. Um, ah, shit. What's his name? I'll just look it up. Oh, uh, Jermaine Clement. Uh, yes, Jermaine Clement. He was also the voice of Fart in uh, Rick and Morty yes. and everything like that. Uh, <laughs> I like that name, Fart. No, just get in. Ugh. You do know I'm telepathic, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing that to be polite, okay? <laughs> Shut the fuck up about Moon Men. I was communicate with through what you call Jessica's feet. No um, telepathy. Um. Well, goodbye. Um. Fart. Uh. Sorry, your name became fart. Sorry, this is turning into podcasting from thirty-seven. No, you're good. That was just a little bit. But anyways, this actually gives us. This actually works out because. Uh, holy shit! Are you guys gonna save your marriage or what? It's like it's like asking a horse to you know fix a merry-go-round. I mean, he's gonna try his hardest, but he's gonna be horrified while doing it. <laughs> But that actually brings us to this story. So, Killer Unicorn movie, right off the bat, I'm already sold. And then it's called Carousel, Carousel, 
Yes. Looks like the gore insanity we were craving. So there is a teaser trailer up. I did put it on the thing. Um, the horror is a damn good place right now with movies getting so good in recent years that we're getting uh, generated Oscar buzz. And in case of Get Out and Shape of Water, they're actually winning Oscars. But that doesn't mean there's no longer a place for silly, fun, over-the-top horror. Of course, next year's Carousel aims to goofily, geek, gleefully check off all those boxes. Uh, the unicorn breaks free off of his spinning prison to go on a revenge-driven murder spree on his way to kill the kid. That's amazing. So there is a teaser trailer on it. Um, I say it is on. I mean, that I, I'm just going to I'm not going to lie. That fucking poster art already. Yeah, that's I want that framed in my house. That step right up and die like it's it, it brings you back to like that cheesy B horror movies. Like I already know this is probably going to be terribly bad, but it could surprise me and actually be terribly good because you're like, why not? It's like the Santa Shark movie where you're like, yeah, I'll, I'll watch this. <laughs> like, I know exactly what I'm getting. Yeah. Like, there's not going to be a surprise. Like, it's not like, well, there wasn't a single shark in that movie. That's disappointing. <laughs> you know, like. Which is also really funny, too, because it's since it's a unicorn, like, I just recently watched, uh, whenever I had the girls night, we uh, watched uh, Cabin in the Woods, and there's a part where a unicorn is coming out and, like, impaling people. And, like, the girls were like, oh, that's just disappointing. Like, they're, like, making the unicorn kill people and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, they probably were evil. And now they actually have an evil unicorn movie. Mm-hmm. Which, now that I think about it, like, we have been missing out on this for a long time. I know. Like, it's it's, a, fantastic. it's something that no one thought about. Like, yeah. They're like, wait a minute. Well, what, uh, fra- what horror franchise have we hit upon? Well, we got Leprechauns. All right. All right. Uh, we got Yetis. Okay. Okay. What? Uh, we got other mystical beasts, right? We even got troll hunters. What? What about? What about? Uh, what about a unicorn, Johnson? Fire that guy, and you get his office now. All right, kill a unicorn movie. Let's go. <laughs> what? 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 Well, congratulations on your severance. Whatever. Who cares? Um, <laughs> inside jokes. <laughs> um, yeah, even like the poster. I highly recommend going to the the the. Uh, news page for this because the the cover poster looks amazing like because it's like a unicorn with like fire in his eyes like jumping out of flames with like skulls everywhere and like a like a carousel in the background like it's amazing i highly recommend seeking out the poster and looking at it but uh yeah but we will have to we're not going to end on this note because anna's going to talk about uh the predator but this actually does kind of link in and actually is kind of sad um, so, uh, of course, in the arms of the crypt, we do, I still have to make a thing for that, but, uh, we did have someone pass away this week. Uh, Al Matthews, also known as Sergeant, uh, Apon, 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 uh, Apon from Aliens, has died at 75, and the weird part about this, he died on the day Predator came out. Aww. So it's kind of like, oh, man, but yeah, he was the sergeant in James Cameron 1986 sequel, was found dead in his home in Spain. Good for him. Over the, not dead, but the Spain part. Uh, over the weekend, uh, Al Matthews, born November 1942, was actually a military sergeant in real life, according to his IND bio. That's actually pretty cool because they did that with the other guy, too. I'm trying to remember his name. Patrick knows him. Patrick actually met the guy, the guy from Full Metal Jacket, who's all like, only stairs and queers come from. Oh, I've never seen Full Metal Jacket. Oh, uh, fuck. You, you know the sergeant guy I'm talking about. Um, oh, okay, I'll pull him up later, and okay. he'll be like, oh, I know who you're talking about. Like That guy was a real drill sergeant, and actually he was actually supposed to just be, uh, uh, what's it called, a console, uh, like a consultationist on that movie, Full uh-huh. Metal Alchemist, or not Full Metal Alchemist, Full Metal Jacket. 
he was just supposed to be there to help him. Like, okay, now yeah, this is how you do this, this is how you do that. But he was so good, they ended up just making him the drill sergeant in that part because he was a drill sergeant. So it was like, like the guy's done so much fucking good work and stuff, like that. and good like voice acting too. Like he, like you'll hear him on shit and be like, oh man, that was fucking good. But yeah, he was also in the remake of. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He played the sheriff in that. He was fucking brilliant in that. Like, uh, uh, is it uh, Arlie? Yes, Arlie Erming. Yes, he was also in Frighteners. He played a sergeant in Frighteners too. That was pretty fun. Um, um, I don't know if I've seen anything he's been in. I mean, he's done a couple voices on things, but I haven't seen. At least as far as I can tell, I haven't seen anything that he was actually in that I would have liked oh. physically. In. But uh, in addition to the Aliens movie, Matthew played similar true-to-life roles in other notable films, including Superman 3, The Fifth Element, and Tomorrow Never Dies. So, Alan Matthews, con- congratulations on your service. Congratulations on making some movies badass because of your acting skills and being a sergeant. And thank you for serving our country. You will be missed. Huge, huge cauldron of wind. That's a really a huge bummer that we lost somebody that had, number one, that much experience, and number two, just was that amazing of a person. Well, it happens. I mean, I'm just glad it's like, you know, it, you stole 75. I mean, that still seems, full life. seems yeah. young, but it's like, okay, you know, it's it's it sucks. I'm just hoping it was natural causes and not just like something stupid that happened or whatnot, but it's like, you know, but yeah, I mean, I'm glad they gave us some great movies and everything like that, but yeah, boom, right at the pinnacle of 75. Like usually everyone dies at like weird, like <laughs> ages or what? Well, not technically. I mean, what's his face? Snape and David Bowie, uh, Alan Rickman and David Bowie. Uh, I should probably say his real name, not Snape. Uh, <laughs> Alan Rickman, and David Bowie both died at the age of 69, which obviously still a bummer, but you got to, you gotta give it some credit. You gotta give some credit, but like, how baller is that? Like, <laughs> Bowie died at what sixty nine? Fucking classic Bowie, right there. Which is weird because I'm actually wearing my one labyrinth shirt right now. Oh um, yeah, I've got to have two of these, two different, two labyrinth. This is the weird part. Never thought in my life I would own a <laughs> labyrinth shirt, let alone two different labyrinth shirts. Right. So, um, I was feeling very Bowie today. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I think that's going to wrap it up for pretty much all of our news and everything. So, Anna, if you want to give us a little bit of um, Predator, um, I guess you could also probably give it a ranking, like what you think it is throughout the, I guess, four Predator films that we have. We have Predator, Predator 2, uh, Predators was the, the I think that, that was, well, I don't know if it's a third one or if that was supposed to be what they were trying to do as a reboot at some point. And then you have the new one, which is Predator. Have you seen the Predators? I've never seen or the seen Predators. Predators. The only problem I have with that movie, I can't take it. I should just go into it where how I need to go into it, but I already know for a full fact that the guy, uh, Andrew. Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody. And nothing against him. I think he's a great actor and stuff like that, but there's no way that skinny fucker is carrying around that huge gun. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am sorry. That's the only thing that I'll take away from it. But I'm like, I'm like, just give him a smaller gun. Like, why did they give him the big? There's he, he's going to be like, oh, and he's just going to fly back like a cartoon character. Like, come on. <laughs> like, that's the only. And obviously, the whole movie's fucking made up to begin with because there's no such thing as a predator running around and killing things and stuff like that. But my previous problem was like, no way he's got that. No. Is he holding the gun for somebody? Is he going to hand? Is he like, uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, Kevin Hart in Jumanji, where he's just the weapon guy and just hands it to somebody, you know? 
then it might be a little bit plausible for me. But uh, but I will I will have to watch it. But that was my only takeaway so far with that. Where I'm like, I can't watch this because I can't take this serious at this point. I actually I kind of liked give that penis a sandwich. I kind of liked Predators. Uh, like whenever I went and saw it, because no, I, and that's fine. I've never seen it, so I can't. Yeah, well, I know a lot of people bash on it, but uh, I personally liked it. But well, again, I, I haven't seen Predator Two. Um, Predator Two is a weird one because it's Danny. Danny Glover. Danny Glover from the Lethal Weapon series. Um, it's interesting because it's cool to see the Predator actually in the city, like fucking shit up and things like that. Uh, but it's just a very weird like movie. But it's interesting because it's like this was the one where he spoilers because it came out in like nineteen eighty. Wait, eighty eight. Or no, that second one came out in ninety eight. Ninety. No, it didn't come out in ninety eight. Came yeah. out in ninety. Couldn't have come out in ninety eight. No way, it came out in ninety eight. We shall look. Second one did not come out in ninety. If the first one came out in eighty eight and did success, I would say the other one had to be early nineties. I'm gonna say ninety two. One second for the page. No, you're good. I gotta say ninety two on that one because I remember seeing it when I was like fifth grade, and there's no way that was ninety eight. So, oh come on, hurry up and load. Um, yeah, while we're talking about that, so. But anyways, uh, so give us the rundown. Uh, now this one actually first one came out eighty seven. Okay, that one was eighty seven. Okay, I was going off of your thing. Yeah, well, I thought it was came it came out in eighty eight, so that was my fault. Second one, when did you say it came out? I was going to shoot for ninety. I said early nineties, and I'm thinking ninety two, ninety three. So you're sticking with that after the eighty seven? Yeah. Okay, it came out in nineteen ninety. Oh, okay, that early. Wow. Yeah. And then there was Alien versus Predator in 2004, Alien vs. Predator Requiem in 2007, <clears throat> and then now uh, The Predator in 2018. And then Predators came out... Had to be like 2012 or... 2010. Oh, 2010. Yeah, because I, I remember because I worked at the theater. Um, and that one... That one was kind of interesting because... Um, and actually, they kind of played with this idea a lot more in this movie but in predators like basically the uh they end up like the all these people like um like one person's a russian soldier there's also like a criminal there's uh somebody who's part of the sierra leone militia there's a drug lord uh there's a doctor and there's somebody from the yakuza and everyone wakes up free falling in the sky mm. and then they land in this jungle and somehow or another they find out they're on another planet mm. and the predators pick them up specifically looking for these people and then kind of like to see and then they're them. hunting them down. Basically, so, they found what they thought were like the most. Uh, they're trying to find like the the smartest, the most militant, the most. Basically, they're trying to find the perfect soldier, and if they can defeat the perfect soldier, they are the elite. I kind of figured that was already going to be mm-hmm. the thing, because they kind of stole that storyline from like a, uh, a bunch of comic books. In yeah. fact, I think that's actually one of the almost like Secret War kind of style, where all these heroes are kind of taken to fight this battle that they, you know, because they pick, you know, Earth's mightiest heroes or whatnot. And that's exactly what uh, Craven the Hunter does with Spider-Man, too. Yeah. Um, but... <clears throat> the reason why it gets interesting, and if you haven't seen it yet and you want to see it, or want to see The Predator, then spoilers, because I'm about to spoil the hell out of this, so turn it off now. 
Um, well, you don't have to spoil the hell out of it. Just give us your synopsis of how did you like the movie, what you didn't like about the movie. Well, I mean, like, the basic premise kind of gets a little, like... Well, basically, well, I don't want to ruin the basic premise for people okay, if they haven't. Well, I'll just break it down. This is what I assume that from the trailer. Some of that is basically there were predators that came to Earth, got their asses beat by us, and then the predators basically built a beefed up version of the predator and be like, "Now we're going to take out the humans." Um, not quite. Not quite, really. Really. So now I'm kind of disappointed. Actually, what it is is the Predators were looking for the smartest and the most militant and, like, the most strategic Wait, are we, talking about, are we talking about Predators or are we talking about Predator, the new one? We're talking about the Predator species. No, no, I'm talking about the movies. Are we talking about Predators or are we talking about oh, the newest one? And the newest one, the okay. movie The Predator. Um, so Because you just literally said the same thing from Predators. Yeah, so... Well, the reason why is because uh, in the new movie, The Predator, you find out that the predator species has been looking for, like, the smartest and most intelligent uh, species, or, like, species as in plural. So, and every, and they'll go to different worlds and find the smartest species and find, like, the most militant and, like, the most... Um, I guess aggressive and all that kind of stuff and like the ones who are the most defensive like the best defense systems and all that kind of stuff and they'll take the spinal fluid of those creatures and s- basically study it and genetically enhance themselves uh, okay. and use our basically they were using human DNA to try to make themselves smarter and faster and stronger um, and so that's kind of like what the premise is of this. And then it gets kind of weird with the, uh, like, I'm not going to go into it. I like how you're like, now it gets kind of weird when. <laughs> well, it gets kind of weird because like the, uh, I'm not going to spoil too much, but the smaller predator, like the normal size predator is mm-hmm. being hunted by the big one. Oh. So, and like, I'm not going to go into it, but basically. Well, okay. That's so the do they team, the... do they team up with that one? No. Oh. Um, it's Man. weird. Um, yeah, I was hoping they would, and then like the bigger predator. Man, it's like predator, it's like a, so. it's like I was really hyping this movie to just be like this kick back, relaxing popcorn flick, and now it seems like oh fuck, I gotta actually pay attention. If I, don't, <laughs> if I have to, if I can't just name where the story's gonna go and just accept it for what it is, and just be like, yeah, I just want to see some kick ass fight scenes and explosions and people getting murdered by this alien creature, and now you're like, well, now it's all. And I'm just kind of like, fuck, really? Well, don't get me wrong, there is a lot of that. And you really don't have to pay that much attention. It's, but it, they do have like a little like random things, but um, that kind of go on in that uh, in the storyline. But overall, I I pretty much enjoyed it. Um, it was a pretty good. The only thing that I found that was kind of unbelievable is the kid is like uh, like one of the soldiers has a kid that's autistic, mm. but the kid ends up being able to understand like the predator's language. And I'm like bullshit. <laughs> that was the thing. That was like every. Uh, I like I like how we point out the things that are probably the things that are probably most plausible, and we're like, nope, no, yeah, fuck this. We're like, but the alien creature running around and killing people, we yeah, accept that. Makes total that. Sense. We accept that. Like, no, I'm good with that. But like, fucking this guy knows how to understand the predators. Fuck that. Yeah. This guy this carries guy a carries big the giant gun. gun. Fuck, fuck that. that. <laughs> But yeah, it's just kind of funny, but yeah. So that was kind of like my biggest problem with it. Um, but yeah, overall, I really enjoyed it. 
Um, I'm trying to think of like, well, I'm not going to, well, have you seen the other ones? Like besides yeah. predators, have you seen one and two, like the very first ones? I saw predators and I saw predator. Okay. So you've never seen the second one. No. Okay. So how does it stack up with those? And does it seem to have a place in the mythos of those films? It does. I feel like it massively expands on the mythos of the predator, which is kind of nice. Um, I think the rating honestly stands as I think I might like this one better than the first movie. Oh, okay. So, um, and then the first movie and Predators are pretty much tied for my second place position because I really did like the Predators or like Predators. Most likely, if I watch it again, I'm not going to like it as much, but you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I get what you're saying. Yeah. So, from what I can remember from Predators, I enjoyed it. <clears throat> well, that's good. Um, yeah, we'll have to like watch rewatch Predator and then kind of do the Predator series at some point. But overall, I'd probably give it like maybe a three and a half out of five. So um, that's not it's, bad. Yeah, it's it's not really. I wouldn't put it in the horror genre. It's definitely like an action genre. I feel like the first it, one was like the most suspenseful slash horror. Yeah, that one was the most like kind of like, well, that's like the first alien movie. It's very horror in space. It's very, you know, eerie and stuff like that, but it does have this creature. And then the second one's like a full blown like action thing. And the funny part is with that, it still worked. And then the third one actually goes back to like a horror kind of thing. So it is very interesting how they kind of can go back and forth between the two. Like it's basically movies that can go between two worlds where you could have a horror flick with an alien or a predator and then make it an action packed film. Yeah. So it it does give it pretty good like range where you can kind of do whatever you want with it, which is kind of cool. Yeah, so I will say the predator is not horror. It's sort of like a it's mostly just action like predators, I would say is sort of like almost like a psychological type of psychological sort of psychological thriller slash action Mm. um, because there's a lot of like there's a lot of conversation and them trying to figure out what's going on so um, but yeah it's I would say go ahead and spend your money and go see The Predator because I enjoyed it so yeah no definitely and so but then like I said we're hopefully going to be seeing uh, Halloween when that comes out as well try to get some new films in there I'm not really sure where to put the one in the series, or like what genre is it going to be? If it's going to be a super, it's technically to me a superhero movie, but Venom, we don't know because Venom, yeah. they've been borderline with it being kind of horror and also kind of superhero y and stuff like that with the character and stuff. Um, so, well, we can always do a long box cast slash oh, that's true, horror cast because we did that before with the Godzilla movie. Oh, yeah, where we put it across different genres, yeah. but yeah, no, I think, uh, but that's good though. Yeah, I definitely want to check it out. Um, should be should be some good times and everything like that. But I think that's going to wrap up this episode of Not Another Bee Horror Cast. It's not one of our long, lengthy ones, but uh, still, hopefully, you guys have some enjoyment when you listen to this at uh, work or or home at your place of work or any, on the way home or wherever you listen to your podcast. But yeah, so I think that's going to wrap it up. I want to thank uh, HP for hanging out with us this week. Um, and then I think that's it for now. So, um, unless you have anything else to add, I do not. All right. Well, I am Steve-O and I'm HP Lovecraft and until next time, Carpe Noctum.
This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. Yeah.